Hello everyone, welcome to the newest episode of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. Today, Mrs. Kelly calls her friend and former colleague, Mr. Granström, for tips on starting new challenges and using support from others to find success. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. I'm Mrs. Kelly and today I am once again on my own here, preparing to call another guest on the other side of Sweden. Today's guest is a former colleague and a really good friend of mine, Fredrik Granström. And since this whole season is about something new, I couldn't think of a better guest to share his experiences starting lots of new challenges, both personally and professionally. So let's give him a call and hear about some of those experiences. Hello, Mr. Granstrom. Hello, Mrs. Kelly. How are you? How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, better now, obviously. How is the Great White North? Oh, it's fantastic. It really is. It's raining a bit today, so autumn has really come, but uh, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, Good. All positivity. Mm-hmm. Cool. How's, well, it's uh, Lena. How's Lena today? Lena is gray and cloudy, but there is always a little bit of sunshine here, just because our school is so wonderful. As you know, you've been yeah. here before. Yeah, I've been there, and I have seen the sunshine over our yes, Lena. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> always like a little rainbow over the school if the sun isn't shining. But I wanted to call you today because I thought that you would be the perfect person to talk about new experiences and new challenges over the. Oh, wow. I guess the mm-hmm. 10 years that I've known you. Is it now 10 mm-hmm. years? Yeah. Now we seem really, really it should old. should be us coming up to... It uh, should be exactly 10 years now, right? Yes. I think so. Aww. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. makes me feel mm-hmm. like we're really, really old. But anyway, yeah. 10 years ago, <laughs> I met you at our previous workplace, IES Jönköping, and I was mm-hmm. a teacher there already, and you were coming in for an interview and I did not have any idea that we would, like, still be friends 10 years later. But I do remember that day. We just talked about this, you and I, last week when we met up, about your first day at our school when you came in for an interview. And I love your story of this because I just saw you as a very confident and professional person. You always look way more professional and put together than I do. I'm not at all <laughs> jealous, but you always do. Uh, so I just saw you as like super confident and like very professional. And then you tell this story years later of how you were so like nervous and and stressed. And so can you tell our listeners about this experience that you had coming in as a new teacher? Yeah, of course. Now you're making me feel nervous again. No, but thank you. That's very nice of you. Um to call me professional and confident and all of that. But no, I, I can definitely tell the story again. It was, so yeah, almost exactly then, no, it's a little bit over 10 years ago, uh, in Jönköping and during spring uh, 2010, I had been called for an interview uh, at IAS Jönköping. Um, and there was, I'd heard about the school um, and um, I knew that there were like high expectations and um, that the focus was English and uh, they were looking. They were looking for a Swedish teacher because I was teaching Swedish at a at a public school in Jönköping uh, back then, and I was really interested. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll send my CV. They're probably not going to reply to it. Um, and then they, they asked me to come in for an interview, and so I was I was on the bus, and I remember I, I dressed up for this interview, and I was wearing my best clothes, and I, I thought I was looking professional, but I was very very nervous. 
Um, I felt like I was really going into something that I'd never, that I didn't know what it was. I didn't really know what to expect because it was so new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got off, so you, you go through Johnny Sherp being on the number one bus, you go up by the hockey arena, and then further down the road, you come to ISJ Sherp. Um, so I, I, I come off the bus and and I walk down to this amazing building. It's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. There's several stories. And, um, and I walk towards the school and I could just feel, you know, the feeling when you're really nervous about something like when you were younger and the first time you're going to present something for the class, you mm. can feel your heart like pumping and you're, yeah. you get sweaty palms and you're like, ah, and you're almost like you, you, you want to run away, but you also know that this is something I want to do and I'm going to do it. Mm. Um, so I, I come down the little hill to the school and, um, and I, I come to the main entrance or the main door. And, and just as, a, as I'm about to open the door myself, a child opens it for me. Uh, and you remember this, Charlie. Yes. We, we spoke about this uh, mm. just uh, last week. Um, uh, this child, Liam, who was in uh, year six at the time. Yeah. Um, and he opened the door to me and he says, you know, welcome to IS Young Sherping. Uh, how, how can I help you? Oh. And it was just such an amazing experience. And I just immediately, you know, and that's when I, I think you probably saw me for the first time because I felt confident in that situation because mm. he invited me in to this environment, to this, to this school. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's... And then I you know, I was hired and I, I became uh, this child's Swedish teacher uh, the following year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that story because this is actually... He was one of my mentor students. So it makes me yeah. feel extra proud. Not that I can mm-hmm. take any of the credit for it, but I'm so <laughs> proud that he, he welcomed you on that day and made you feel like kind of like you were at home. And a little yeah, bit yeah, less I was nervous. Part of it. You know, he invited me into just to say, "Hey, you want to be a part of this? Uh, welcome." Um, and it was just, uh, yeah, I, w- I will never ever forget that that first experience that I had with being a schooler. And we talk uh, and about I will never that. Ever forget Liam. Yeah, and we talk about that so much here at school that it's it's all about those small things that you do that really might mm. impact somebody, and like mm. somebody saying two sentences. To you and opening a door that is so yep. minor in that kid's life he probably does not even remember it but for no. you that was like a total he game changer doesn't even remember me today yes he does i'm sure <laughs> no, he, he does <laughs> but tell a little bit about your experience because you said that you worked at a commonal school before and then you came mm-hmm. to isu and which was also a quite new school it was only our second yep. year what were some of mm-hmm. the challenges coming in as a fairly new teacher to a completely different school system in a, a school that was also very, very new. No, I think it's, it's always when you come into something new, you, you're trying to, well, I always try to figure out, okay, how does, how do things work around here? Um, and trying to understand, like, who do I speak to? What's the culture? You know, how do we support each other? If things happen, who do I speak to? And just trying to find your place within, within that kind of new environment that you're in. Uh, and that can be, if, I think if you focus too much on how things work, uh, it's easy to, to worry a little bit or be too over-worried about, uh, about doing a good job. And that's, I think, something that I've learned throughout the years is that when you come into something new, you just have to kind of accept that regardless of what you've done in the past, you could have had, like, 
my first experience in ISU on Sherping, I could have had 25 years of teaching before mm. I came to ISU on Sherping, and I would have still been new to ISU on Sherping. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's still a new challenge for me. It's still learning a new place, getting to know a lot of new people, getting to know a lot of new, uh, lot of new students as well, of course, and just accepting that. Mm. I think is something that I've learned to, to kind of appreciate and learn to understand during my last whatever 16 17 years that i've had in in education so Mm -hmm. far if that makes sense yeah yeah that's a great thing for all of us to think about because even for our new teachers or our new students coming in i think there's always this expectation they put on themselves that they need to know everything coming in they have to be completely prepared they have to you know what happens if i don't know a certain procedure especially with our teachers what if i don't know exactly how it's done here and like you said, what it's all I, about it's all about knowing the getting to know the culture and really it, thinking it about really is. how and I, we I couldn't act. agree more with that because it is it comes down to culture and it like being worried about did I did I remember to, to click the publish the publish button on mm-hmm. Schoolsoft? Mm-hmm. How do how do I post an assignment on Schoolsoft? All of those things are obviously very important, but that will come and you will get help understanding how things like how things work mm-hmm. but understanding uh, the culture and, and um, ensuring that you reach out when you need help mm-hmm. when you need support or just need somebody to talk to uh, is, I, i'd say that's that's the most important thing about coming into a new environment yeah and this is something that i try to help our year four students understand when they come here that yep. yeah it's okay yep. to not to not remember every single thing that we do here. We base it a lot on values, so it's not necessarily memorizing 25 rules, but it's about our four values. Or even yeah. like the English, that it's fine that they don't understand everything their teacher is saying and that they can't maybe communicate in the way that they would like to for the first few months because it's okay. It's just about getting into the culture and feeling like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. And the no, rest will I come. Can- yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So you had one year in Yun Shopping, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that made me very sad because we we were colleagues, we taught the same students, it was great, but then you got a new opportunity. Mm, yep. So uh, in 2011, uh, my wife and I uh, decided that we wanted to move back to uh, Stockholm. Um, um, and that was, uh, you know, a good opportunity for me because IES Hesselby in northwestern Stockholm was going to open in August 2011. Um, so I, I got to meet uh, the principal there, Sandy Schaefer, during spring. Um, and I was employed as the head of the department for Swedish and Swedish teacher. Uh, and then we uh, packed our bags and uh, we moved. Although we, you know, we didn't want to leave everybody in IES Young Shopping, but we mm. also felt that uh, it was a, a new challenge for us. Um, so we decided to move to, to Hesseby uh, or to Stockholm. Um, and I spent then, I stayed in Hesseby until uh, last year. Uh, so I was there for several years before we moved on to where we are today. Mm. And that was also an experience uh, in itself because it, although IES Young was still a school uh, where it was still developing things because it was the second year, mm-hmm. uh, but it was still very established when I joined. Mm. Uh, it has to be, it was a brand new school, um, and we came in uh, with that experience of opening a new school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that experience, I'd say, is something that 
you know, you will never ever forget what the first year is like. No. Um, it's just such a wonderful experience. It's a lot of work and it's just a lot of coming together and doing things together. You know, I was putting classroom furniture together during the first couple of weeks before the students arrived. Um, my classroom wasn't ready until I think it was end of September and I, my, you know, myself and my year nine students we, we spent an afternoon carrying the classroom furniture from the classroom we had to our now permanent classroom in, the, mm. in another building and, uh, and just developing a school culture together uh, with a whole community of teachers and, uh, and other staff and the students and the parents and, um, and everybody in the surrounding area. Um, so that was also a, a, a huge challenge mm-hmm. for, for myself and, and for the whole team there, it has to be. Uh, but it was so much fun. But I think that's again one of those reminders that it's you you really it's impossible to to know everything and to have all the details ironed out like you you wouldn't have survived if you had focused on all of the things that you needed to learn because no, at the end of the no. day you didn't have furniture so that had to be a priority putting together a bunch of furniture and moving it to a different room and yeah but i also think that it's a valuable aspect of doing something new together is like moving in and not having everything set up for mm-hmm. you um and what we have as you know and what we our values in is that's like that guides us in everything that we do so we always know why we're doing things in 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 certain ways and um, and how things should be and mm. uh, so we always have that the culture aspect of, of what we're doing and why we're doing it and then building that together um, and I, I kind of believe that that kind of challenge that we had there in, in 2011 was more or less made me into the person that I am today and throughout all of the years that I had in SSB. Yeah, it's such a it's such a life-changing experience where you have to tap into skills and qualities within yourself that you don't really know exist until you're in that. It's like survival no, exactly. mode. So yeah, you, you were... know, like, like the, con- the theory of like having a growth mindset or grit. Mm. It's just that like meeting a challenge and, and pushing through mm-hmm. because you know that you will you will you will experience new things about yourself that you didn't know that you had. Like you said, mm. you will develop new skills. You will. Uh, continue to develop skills that you already had um so it it is a life-changing experience in that way and you loved it there you were in stockholm then at is hustleby for as you said what six years yeah eight years nine years wow and then then you you decided to make a really really big change I still remember the day that you called me about this because so we were apart when you moved up to Stockholm and I was still in Jönköping and then I moved to Halmstad but we got to meet up once in a while because I was the assistant principal there and you were the assistant principal of Hessel B at the same time which was super cool. Uh, and then we moved back to the States and I was so excited when we moved to Stockholm in 2018 because then we were finally in the same city again and it was great. Yeah. We could meet up on weekends and hang out with our families. And I still remember the day that you called me and told me that you were going to leave. And this moment yeah. is in my mind forever. I was waiting for the pendle at Skugo Station and I sat on the ground and cried. And it was... <laughs> As I knew, I knew what was going to happen, and you had been talking about this for a long time, but it was, it was like official, and I was so sad, but at the same time, I was really happy for you, because it was a lot of big life changes for you, not only professionally, but also personally. So, 
tell a little bit about that huge life change that you made. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm sorry that you know that we left you again. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we always seem to kind of find a way back to uh, and, and staying in touch and everything. So. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, what what happened then in 2018? Um, I was I got a call uh, from our head office, um, and they said that they were planning to open a school in Skellefteå uh, in northern Sweden. Uh, and Skellefteå is the hometown of my wife, uh, but she hasn't lived there since she was. 20 years old, maybe. So it's a, it's a long time ago. Um, so and I said, well. Let me, you know, I'm, I'm interested for sure. I really love Kolestio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been coming here for years, and, and so on and so forth. Um, and I said, well, um, let me let me discuss this with my wife. And when do you need an answer by? Um, and they said, well, we'll need an answer as soon as possible. So I, I, I phoned up my wife, and we kind of just made a decision right there and then um, that, yep, we are, you know, part of our plan long term is to, um, you know, have a have a family and, and uh, move outside of uh, outside of Stockholm and uh, and have a different kind of life mm-hmm. uh, than what we had in Stockholm. You know, we we absolutely loved our life in Stockholm and that's where we have most of our friends. Uh, but we we just felt that we wanted something something else, something mm-hmm. that kind of was similar to the kind of upbringing or family life that I had growing up and that she had growing up, mm-hmm. which is not in a big city. So, yep, decided. And then uh, about six months later, I moved up to Skellefteå, uh, outside of uh, Skellefteå, out uh, by the sea, by the ocean, um, and uh, started planning the opening of IS Skellefteå that we opened in August 2019, so about a year ago. So up here I have uh, yeah, students from first school class, so kindergarten class, so six-year-olds, up until uh, the last year, so year nine, so the whole compulsory schooling in the same school building. It's going really well, but um, um, opening a new school again, so it's the mm-hmm. second time. Now it's the principal. is uh, has been a really interesting and life changing journey for sure. And I, I, I would, I would do it again, but I would have to wait a couple of more years before I do it again. But I say that I, I, I kind of joke uh, sometimes when I say that opening a school as the principal is probably the, the one thing that you really, really want to do because it kind of you, you set the tone, you decide how you want the school to be, you kind of dis- you, you plan your culture uh, and then you bring in, you recruit every single person and you meet every single child that's going to come into your school that is not currently a school but will be a school. Uh, and it's just such a fascinating journey, but uh, it is also a, a huge challenge in terms of uh, just uh, making it there. Uh, and then uh, turning the school into what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're having a lot of fun, absolutely. And, and during this process, as you know, we also had a child. Yes. Um, so that's uh, been part of uh, this journey as well, of uh, having our first child and, and opening a school. And my wife got a new job and, uh, and moving to the to the far north of Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, where you know, the sun never sets in summer. And it never really goes fast in winter. Um, so it's, it's very different, but we, we really like it here. Yeah, I'm, I'm so impressed with what you've done with the school. I see fabulous things with IS Kuleftio. I know that you're very successful because I saw a bunch of awards that you won last <laughs> week when we had our principal's conference. Uh, I've been to your school. I can see how much pride you have in it. But I'm also so impressed with just this whole journey that you have like been able to balance all of these things with 
starting a new school and and starting a quality school as well mm-hmm. while at the same time having a baby and like completely changing your lifestyle it's mm-hmm. it's crazy but I think, yeah but i i think as well i think it's important to remember that it's it's not a one-man show that i wouldn't be able to do what i do without my family and the people that we have around us like yourself you know the support that we have and this school uh, that i have here in colestio it is what it is because of all of the people um, that work here and all of the students and all of the parents and the community we've got something here that is that's kind of built on everyone contributing and you know what i mean by mm. by that in terms of culture and the school that wonderful school that you have in Islanda that it is in a way our it's the vision of the leader and the principal but uh, we we kind of create that uh, that school together everybody every single day mm-hmm. uh, and what is needed outside of school in terms of family and and everything to make work work and and family life work at the same time what's your next challenge then you've like done it all in the last <laughs> in the last year you've started a school you've had a baby you've experienced great success with your school what is next on your list of things to achieve that that list is actually it's actually quite long i would think really depends i i think I'm not going anywhere else. I've found a home. Mm. Uh, so this is where uh, we're staying. And this is where our family will, will grow. And this is where we're going to be. Um, so no one needs to be worried about me going anywhere else. Kulefti is my home now. And this mm. is where, where we are. But I think there are always many challenges in life and many opportunities. And in terms of like the school, it will continue to grow. Um, we have another four, maybe five years before we are at full capacity. Um, and during that time, we will open an international school within my uh, current school. Uh, so that's uh, something that I'm really looking forward to in terms of the development of uh, of this school. Uh, personally, um, I'd like to have some more time to be out in the woods and out on the out on the water um, and just continue to do things that I really enjoy uh, doing and just also continue to just become better and better at, at, at what I do uh, because that's something that uh, I think that you agree with me as being you know a driven person and ambitious is mm-hmm. that uh, we don't really sit still do we we always want to develop ourselves and, and, and in that way also develop the people around us totally all right one last thing if you could give a piece of advice to our listeners who are starting something new whether it's preparing to start gymnasium next year or you know they're in a new class and they feel really nervous what is the advice that you can give our listeners who are starting something new well if we go back to your first question there about i used young shopping and how nervous i was being nervous about something is i'd say so like i say to my students here is that it actually is a good thing because it means that you care about it so like and just understanding that we're all nervous when we go into something new. We're all thinking, am I good enough for this? Mm. But just making sure you just just do it and just accept that it's going to feel a little bit tough in the beginning, but also accepting that you have a lot of people around you, hopefully, that you can reach out to, that can help you. And if you don't, then just do it yourself. Uh, but being nervous about something new, it's just, it's just human. 
Mm. It's just part of because you care about it. Uh, if you didn't, if you weren't nervous at all, maybe you need to find something bigger, a yeah. bigger challenge that is the right thing for you. Oh, that is great mm. advice to use this nervousness as something to propel us forward instead of hold us back. Exactly. Oh, mm. You're always mm. so wise. This is why I call you anytime that I have a dilemma. I have... Well, likewise. <laughs> I have exactly... If I can't figure it out, I know that you will give me the best advice and leave me feeling like, yes, that is that is it. I appreciate you sharing your advice with our listeners today. It's always really, really nice to talk to you. So thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Oh. Um, it was uh, it was fun telling, telling my story. We love mm-hmm. your stories. They're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a comment, and share the show. And don't be afraid to try something new.